Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season two of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, the Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's Tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times, and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. So Alhamdulillah, today is the 11th day of Ramadan. So we should thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he helped us to fast these days of Ramadan. To 10 days have passed so easily and so quickly. Alhamdulillah, and we don't uh, realize really that how much rewards there have been. Every day that we fast, how much rewards are there, people don't know. And, and in the, when you're fasting, when you pray, then your prayers are multiplied by many, many times. And when you're fasting, <coughs> then you do dhikr. The rewards of the dhikr are multiplied by many, many times. And when you're fasting, you know, you spend money in the path of Allah. Or also you come for learning, so your rewards are multiplied by many, many times. So Ramadan actually has come to help us in so many different ways. So much rewards in the month of Ramadan. And the fasting actually is not because, you know, Allah wants to keep us hungry. Or, you know, something like that. The fasting is only one purpose because religion is to obey Allah. So, fasting has come to train you how to obey Allah. So, fasting, the purpose of the fasting is <coughs> to learn the obedience. Obedience of Allah. Islam means, Islam means full submission to Allah. That was deen means. Deen means obedience. So, religion is obedience. That is a simple thing in religion is that people must learn how to obey Allah. So, once you know this command of Allah. Then we must obey, we must surrender to him. Like Ibrahim al Islam, you know, at, uh, in the religion, before you su- surrender, you should think. Every question is before surrendering, whether it is command of Allah or not. So you can ask question, you know, if this hadith is authentic or not, you know, this verse of the Quran, what does it mean? You have to learn. But once you understand it is from Allah and you know the meaning properly, then we have no choice but to surrender to Allah and to obey him. No doubt obedience is very difficult because as you know in this surah you've learned shaitan comes and you know, whispers and you know and teaches so many things so and, and your desire is there to so desire and shaitan you know both are so strong so to obey Allah is not easy that's why we need training really and once you start obeying Allah then desire and shaitan's whispering they become very very weak so in the month of Ramadan, you can see desires are weaker because in the month of Ramadan, every time people obey Allah Taala. So keep that in mind. That religion is obedience of Allah Taala, surrendering to Him, some full submission to Him. Learn that and teach you know your family and your children that you know in this life, you know whenever you have any choice, always find out which one is the command of Allah. You know you can do two things, three things, four things. You have four choices, five choices. Among the five choices, which one is Allah's command? The one Allah's command, that's what you need to do. You know, anything that pleases your Lord, that He commands, that you must do. Another thing really is that when He commands something, He does not command because it is going to benefit Him. He commands you because it is benefiting you. So what can be better than that? So when we obey Him, we don't obey Him because we are going to benefit Him. We obey Him because it is going to benefit us. And then more and more reward. So at the end of the day, really, is helping us. Fasting actually is not only obedience, it is so good for us. It's helping us in so many ways in for our spirit, for our soul, for our mind, and thinking for every single thing. 
So Alhamdulillah, we should thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we should be very, very grateful to him that he, he made us Muslim. He made us to believe in him and surrender to him. And he made us to fast in the month of Ramadan. So there are many, many people who don't fast. So don't take fasting something burden. Take it easier. Similarly, the prayers you know, in, in Ramadan, make it easier. Try to make it easier. You know, take care of your body. You know, don't do too many things. That's why, you know, you are, we always advise, like in, the, like in these days, in the month of Ramadan, fasting is so long, it's not easy. And, uh, you know, and then the night is very short, and people have to go for work and all those things. So if you cannot do Tarawih, don't do Tarawih. Do, do Isha and Fajr properly. If you pray Isha with Jama'ah and Fajr with Jama'ah, you get the reward of all the night. But fasting should not be harmed, because fasting is obligatory. And your Tarawih and night prayers, they are Sunnah or Mustahab recommended. So because of them, you should not harm your job and all those things. People have to understand the balance of the religion. Some people don't understand. And they do Tarawih and all those things. And then what happens when they go for their work, they sleep there. Is it allowed in Islam? You know, you, you are getting salary and money for your work. And you're sleeping there, you're tired there, you can't do your work properly, you're lazy. Is it allowed? No, it's not allowed. So you have to understand balance properly. Night prayers, they are not obligatory. They're recommended if you can do easily. But if they harm you somewhere, then leave them. You know, do things which are more and more important. So that way, shaitan, you know, I, he whispers many, many ways. Sometimes he will, you know, whisper and he will make you to do sin. So that everybody can understand. But sometimes when shaitan whispers you and he will make you to do good deeds. But his intention is when you do this good deed, then you become weaker and you cannot do something more important. So he comes to your mind and says, okay, let's do Travik prayer. You know, we should do, we are believer and this and that. And you pray Travik, you think you are being Allah. And you pray Travik and then you cannot work. You cannot go to your work. When you go to work, you become weaker. So shaitan becomes happy. You are becoming, he, he wants to make, you know, dishonesty in you. So try to understand properly. Shaitan's, you know, ideas are very, very, he's very clever. He's very, very clever. He whispers people from so many different ways. So sometimes he can come through the way of the ibadah. You know, also one of the things of shaitan is also, Sometimes he changes the name because he knows that you know if people think uh, this is uh, this uh, thing, they will not do it. So he, what he changes the name? For example, you know, Shaitan asks Adam to eat from the tree. So Shaitan knows that if Adam will not go to listen to him because Allah, Allah has said to him, "Don't come to this tree," you know, this uh, don't come near to it. So Shaitan changed the name. Shaitan told him, you know, this is the tree is Shajaratul Fuld. Tree of the eternity. If you eat from it, you become eternal. Now he changed the name. So your Adam became more interesting, interesting in this matter. So in this world, one thing also Shaitan does. He sometimes changes the name. Because he knows that you know if you like many, many drinks. So if you name them wine or khamr, the Muslims will not drink. So then he changes many, many names. So people think oh, it is a different thing. Though actually the same thing, but he has changed the name. Many, many like many programs, you know, dancing and music and many, many of those things which are sinful and believers know they are sin. So if you call dancing as dancing, believers will not go. So what Shaitan does, he changed the name. He said a cultural program, something, or culture. So a culture is something, right? The culture means to refine you, to make you refined. refined. So it is something, you know, some people like. So Shaitan, so one way is also to change the name, changing the name. So try to understand from that why if Shaitan is clever, a believer needs to be more clever. Try to understand. You know, it is not that Shaitan only will teach you sin. Shaitan actually sometimes will change the name. Shaitan sometimes actually will ask you to pray. 
And the purpose is not the prayer. Purpose is something else. So be very, very careful in this matter. You know, it's very, very important, you know, in, in, in this. Whatever shaitan sometimes will make you to spend all your money in the path of Allah. Why? Because he thinks that once you spend all the money in the path of Allah, then become poor and then you do all, then he can easily use you. You have no money, he will ask you to steal, to dishonesty because he, you have spent all your money in the path of Allah. So that's why believers should be careful. You spend your money, but properly. Keep some money, don't become poor. Because poverty is one of the means of shaitan. He can use it so, so, you know, so strongly. So Alhamdulillah, month of Ramadan is there. We must learn how to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we must also learn all the tricks of shaitan. And never, never fall in his trap. You know, it's very, you know, very, very dangerous. You know, uh, and for the religious people, he come in the form of the religion. So this is one thing I, you know, I just wanted to stand with him. Second thing is, you know, what I am teaching about the story of Musa and Khadir. So before understanding the story, you know, keep uh, one thing in mind. In this world, there are two systems working. In this world, there are two systems working. What we call it in Arabic language is An-Nizam al-Tashri'i and An-Nizam al-Takwini. An-Nizam al-Takwini means, you know, that system which Allah runs to, you know, to look after the world and to, you know, to, to make favor, his favor upon the people. Like he brings the rain and he is the one who makes the sun, you know, he makes people alive, he makes people alive, he brings the good health for them. So that is Nidham al-Takwini, natural law. You know, it is basically from Rubuliyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, he brings the rain, he is sun in his, you know, and he, you know, crops and, you know, and you know, all those things, then Nidham Takwini. And the is that system where Allah commands you to do, like prayer, fasting, zakat, and hajj. So Allah has commanded us to pray, but He did not command us to bring the rain. Did He command us to bring the rain? No. He commands us to fast, but He did not command us to raise, uh, to raise the sun. No, sun is raised by Him. So natural system is done by Him. And what is done by us is, you know, what is Nidam Tashri'i, command. So there are two things in this world happening. There's something done by him and something he commanded the human being to do. But what happens is, we, we, you know, he commands us to do something, but we also need light. We also need rain. So if we don't make effort to bring the rain, how rain will come? If we don't make effort to sun to come, how sun will come? To Allah the way is, do what I command, then I will do what I have to do. Don't worry about that. You do prayer, I will bring rain. You do fasting, you know, I will bring the sun. You know, don't worry about that. So there is connection between an-nizam al-tashri'i and an-nizam al-takwini. Means if people obey Allah's command, then Allah's favors will come to them. There's connection between them. You don't need Allah's favor to, uh, to make effort for the rain or for the sun. No, you do this, Allah will do that. That's actually what whole thing is. So try to understand properly. For example, if you want to have a peaceful life in your family, so the way is not to bring the peace in the family. No, this is not the way. The way is to obey Allah in the family. Means that the men have to understand how to live with the women and women have to understand how to live with the men. And everyone in the family have to understand really that who is the commander, listen to him and the one who is in the command, in charge, he has to understand how to have justice and how to take care of everybody to understand. If we, all the people in the family, they obey Allah, then the peace will come. So Allah's command is not that you bring the peace. Allah's command is that you obey him and do what he commands, he will bring the peace. So like in the society, people want to have prosperity and peace. So you don't bring peace. It's not that you make conference on the peace, that the peace will happen. 
you don't bring prosperity in the society. You need to do what he commanded you. Then he will bring the peace. Then he'll bring the prosperity. You understand? So one thing in Nizam Tashri'i and one in Nizam Takwini. And in both of them, there's a connection. Musa al-Islam, like all the messenger prophets, they have Nizam Tashri'i. They have got the commands from Allah to do certain things. Now Allah wants to teach Musa al-Islam that, uh, you know, whatever I have commanded you, if you do that, then the Nizam Takwini will follow that. You know, if you follow that, if you follow my command, then basically all the good that you want this what will happen. So for example, if you are good, then your sons will be good. And if, if you got a son who is not good, Allah will, you know, remove him because of you. And if you are good and pious and you die, you know, and you leave, you know, orphans behind, don't worry, Allah will take care of them. If you are pious, if you are pious and you have piety, Allah will take care of them. Your property, you know, if there are tyrant and wrong rulers and you are scared of them, don't worry. If you obey Allah and follow His command, Allah will protect you from someone you don't know. So Allah is teaching Musa Islam that, you know, just your concern should be the Sharia. Allah's command that He has given you. But how Allah will take care of you, He knows. He will do. So this journey with Khadir Islam actually makes very clear. Khadir basically is doing exactly what Allah does every day through the angels. You know, Khadir is not doing anything new. People think it's an amazing story. Khadir, when he kills a boy, young boy, in this life, in this world, young boys are die, young boys die every day. So many young boys. So Allah SWT wants to say that when this thing is happening, they're happening out of interest. There are some masalaha. There's something. You know, in this in this life, all these damages happen. Like poor people, poor people's property every day damage. So now Allah wants to tell the Musa through the story of Hadir that when poor people have problem in their property, they should not worry. If they are pious, Allah SWT is making this damage for a purpose. It is going to, to benefit them. So Khadir basically is like a teacher. He is teaching the Nizam Takwini that how Nizam Takwini is connected to Nizam Tashri'i. How the you know, this universe, law of the universe is connected to the law of command of Allah SWT, his religion. That's what he wants to teach. Though this thing Allah does every day through the angels. Allah SWT has made angels, he is his servant, a slave, they do. But in the story of Musa and Khadir, he appointed Khadir to teach this thing. So then Musa can learn. It's a of Khadir al-Islam. So Khadir never has done anything amazing, anything unusual. This thing really in this life all the time keep happening. To try to understand really that, you know, and that why, you know, Allah SWT commands sabr. Meaning it, you do what Allah commands and don't rush for what you want. Then Allah will give you anyway. If you want peace in the life, do what Allah wants and then commands, then peace will come. It will take time. But he will come. Similarly, you want prosperity in life, you know, good life and all those things, do what he commands. But if you disobey him, even if you got all the resources, all the money, every single thing, he will take away peace from you. He will take away the prosperity from you. He will take away richness from you. So basically, there is a big connection between Allah's command and whatever Allah does, between uluhiyah and between rububiyah. Your concern should be uluhiyah. Your concern should be to obey him and to worship him. Allah is Rabbi, he will take care of you. If you obey him, he will bring all good to you. Like, you know, Allah SWT said in, in, in the Surah, Surah Nuh, to Nuh, when Nuh Islam said to his people, Istaghfiru rabbakum innahu kana ghaffara. Ask your Lord to forgive you. Allah is all forgiving. Yursalis sama alaykum midrara. He will send the clouds with rain to you. Plenty of rain and, you know, the fruits and all the things will grow. If, if you obey him and ask him to forgive. 
to try to understand there is connection strong connection between allah's law and between law of the nature if people do what allah commands then every favor will come to them and if people don't do what allah commands then within the good life allah will make problem for them you know it in all his head and this he does through the angels in the story of musa alaihi salam he did this through khadir alaihi salam so to teach him is it clear or not that why can't say the story even the khadir name is not mentioned the khadir not important it is not important that who this person is importance is actually that how allah does what allah does allah the way is that how allah subhanahu wa ta'ala basically you know take care of the people when they obey him that all, that whole teaching is so it is not important to know who khadir is because khadir not important well, who is important musa alaihi salam sharia is important allah the law is important people should follow messengers are important khadir not important because khadir does every day and just doing and i remember clearly like that you know how allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in my village there was a very pious person you know uh, very very good he got a son and the son was very very bad very bad all the time so many trouble in the society he can see worst boy in the whole area and the father was so much upset with him one day he was so upset he just cursed him that you know may you not never come back and then the, he was young boy like our age he was just teenager that teen teenager maybe 20 or something like that he went from his house and a war a car was coming and you know and he died out of the accident immediately he left the house his father said to me may never come back and he never came back allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved him so you see he was pious father was pious and son was problem allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to save him from the from this this happened so there was no khadir but this happened this happens every day you don't need khadir in the life what you need actually is to obey allah that what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching from musa and khadir's story is it clear and you need to do sabr in this matter obey allah obey allah properly and father result and fruit in this world hereafter wait for a moment you know wait allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will do everything properly same for prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that you teach properly you preach religion you you know call people to islam if they don't listen to you don't worry you do your job we will do what we need to do you do sabr to believers need two things that i said from the beginning of the story of, of surah what they need believers need al amal as salih and as sabr and al amal as salih means what do what allah commands and sabr means don't worry about the result it will come you will see actually the end result properly and these two things depend on two other things which i explained so many times one of them is that whatever you know is little and whatever allah knows is plenty your knowledge always less than his knowledge and your power is less than his power so that why the wisdom is that trust in his knowledge and trust in his power and wait properly is it clear so story of musa and khadir ki teaches you the relation between an-nizam at-takwini and an-nizam at-tashri'i you can say teaches you the relation between uluhiyya and rububiyya it teaches you relation between the religion and between allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's favor to the people both are connected very to if you really want allah to to love you the way is obey him if you want to have a successful life in this world the only way is obey <coughs> obey is come there no other way really so when people have problem they come to the scholar they ask we have this problem what to do so the problem nobody can solve your problem you you can solve your problem just start obeying allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so for example people say my children they don't behave properly there is you know so okay think really in the house what you do if you have got in the house things which are which allah does not command like your tv 
you know, internet and freedom for the children. They do whatever they like. And then after that, they want to be, you want them to be good. It never can happen. They only can be good if you raise them according to the command of Allah. If you raise them according to the command of Allah, then more likely they will be good. So it is very important to understand the relation between Al-Nabam Taqwini and Al-Nabam Tashriya. النظام التكوين تكوين قاف واو نون تا قاف واو يا نون تكوين means natural you know how Allah makes things you know creation like Allah سبحانه وتعالى له الخلق والأمر creation and command both are in hell of Allah means he is the one who make everything and he is the one who command your per you should obey the command he is concerned what to do you know everything how it happens he does but you have to obey him. Just keep obeying him. Everything happens properly. It is so amazing. You see the Prophet Every time he obeys Allah, then his future emerges. He does not need to make his future. Your future is basically your present. What Allah commands you now, do now, your future actually will emerge as the best as you cannot imagine. Sometimes he gives you more than you can imagine. You cannot, you cannot create. You know, the companions had worked very hard to get the both empires. Persian and Roman Empire, they never would have brought. But they obeyed Allah, He gave them. He gave them so easily. You know, if you learn this thing properly, life will be so easy really. You do not concern really. If you see that in my house there is some problem, don't worry. Just start thinking where I don't obey Allah, where something has gone wrong. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.